This episode is brought to you by North Texas Honda Dealers. North Texas Honda Dealers, they're here to help. He has time, launches it to the end zone. Touchdown, Terrence Williams. Goes to the right side for Crabtree. It's caught. He put, oh, he's going hard. We're here to talk about the big college football news uh, of, of the day, of the last 12 hours, really. Uh, and, and, and we'll start with this. This is a piece on TexasFootball.com written by Mike Craven. Um, quote, Nick Saban didn't hold back from sharing his opinion of Texas A&M's top-rated 2022 recruiting class to a room full of local business leaders during an event in Birmingham on Wednesday night. How many, how many college football stories start with, like, Coach was talking at an event in front of uh, boosters. Alumni, or alumni yeah. yeah. Th- that's what happens this time of year. They all go do their, you know, like tent revivals, mm-hmm. you know, where they go the to the coaches' like, caravans are yeah. huge. Right. Like here, like Sark was in Houston yesterday, mm-hmm. and he kind of like said, like, I'm all in on Arch Manning. He didn't mention him by name, but like they asked him about like quarterback recruiting. He's like, I've offered one quarterback, and that's the quarterback I'm offering, you know? Mm-hmm. So they kind of go around, and this is to. You know, talk to the boosters that maybe don't live in the city where you play football. It's not a coincidence that Saban was talking about Texas A&M paying players to a group of people who would be responsible for playing Alabama <laughs> players, right? Yeah. Like this wasn't. I don't. I don't believe Nick Saban was really trying to diss Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M as much as Jimbo took it. I think Nick Saban was saying, "Look." We go to the national championship game every year. They went eight and four. And you can't fork up the money. Yeah, Yeah. they just signed eight five stars. Georgia and us combined signed eight this year. Mm -hmm. Like, they paid those guys to come here. If we want to keep up with that, which Mm -hmm. is a funny thing to say, right? Sure. If we, Nick Saban in Alabama, will want to keep up (laughs) with the big bad Texas A&M, you guys are going to have to start doing what they're doing. And it's laughable. You know how politicians and lawyers can say untruths but not lies? Right? Yes. Like they're really good at saying stuff that yes. isn't true, mm-hmm. but they can go, well, I'm not lying. Both of those did that yeah. over the last yeah. 12 hours, right? Like Nick Saban is paying players, maybe not like handing it out of his pocket to people, right? But Alabama is paying players. And Jimbo Fisher admitted today in his press conference he has no idea what his collective is doing. Yeah. You know, they asked him, you know, what do you know about him? I don't know. Right. So he's like, we didn't pay players. I also don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Right. So it's just a very interesting thing. It's just cool. I think, I mean, as a media person, right. (laughs) Like, you know, these guys talk about each other behind closed doors like this. As a media guy, I've heard them talk about Mm -hmm. each other like that, you know, and so. For them to finally get up there and be like, nope, we're just talking about it. It's, it's great for college football in the yeah. month of May. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Bruce Feldman had a tweet that he mentioned. Uh, I have it right here. Spoke to a former SEC assistant on the Jimbo Saban blowup, and it just means more land. Uh, there is all, The quote is, there has always been an honor amongst Steve's mantra mm-hmm. in the league, and those two just called each other's wives fat to a global audience. <laughs> so, so more or less, like, yes, I agree with what Craven's saying. Like, it, it's not even – I've loved, like, and this is a thing with, like, I think it's been a thing this whole offseason with Nick Saban, where it's been, like, he's just been, I don't know if it was just losing the title game and, like, seeing A&M get the, he's been on, like, a heater this uh, whole He's also season. old at this point. Well, like, sure. he's 70 and probably just doesn't give a crap anymore, if say, you're yeah, going to be he, honest. He's going to leave it on his own terms. <laughs> yeah, right? like. like so, <laughs> so, I think the thing for me with, I've loved everything I've heard from Nick Saban this offseason because it's more or less been like he's talked about the transfer portal, he's talked about NIL, and every single thing he said, everybody's like, 
thinks he's complaining about these things. He's not, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's very much saying, is this how it's going to go? Because we'll really throw our hat. Like, I think he's more or less with the Jimbo thing. He more or less said, yeah, we're, co- you know, we, you kind of know how we've done business at Alabama, right? But I think he's also saying, hey, 70 to 80% of how we're recruiting these guys is just the fact that we've won so much, mm-hmm. right? We're obviously, we got to stay up with the rest of the country. So they're obviously getting deals. They're obviously doing that. But also, they know that they're Bama, and they're going to get some guys to an extent. And so I think this is him saying, hey, guys, we're really not in this race right now. Is this really how the game's going to mm-hmm. go? Because let's not forget, Alabama has so much sway, they shut down UAB. Yeah. Like, just for the fact that they were winning a couple games that they that, that, that the, the, the Board of Regents didn't feel like they should have been winning, they shut them down and be like, ooh, we can't have that. Mm-hmm. Right? And... So when it came to the transfer portal, people thought he was complaining about the transfer portal. No, he's just not involved in the transfer portal yet. Yeah. Like, people are leaving Bama. He's not going to get guys. And so I can imagine, like, this whole offseason has been like a Jimbo or a Saban basically saying, I can re- we can really get in this game if this is how the game's going. And I think when Jimbo, of course, Jimbo's a very prideful guy, he was like, oh, you're saying we're not a good program? Like, of course he's going to take it that way and, like, try to make it about – you know, and rightfully so. I think he should. If, if he says his name, right? If he mm-hmm. says A&M, like he has a right to say that. That that to me is the real point. And I want to read the quote. Yeah. Uh, quote, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, yes. make a de- made a deal for name, image, and likeness. We didn't buy one player, all right? But I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future more because more and more people are doing it. It's tough, end quote. Yeah. The mis- mistake, right. which... The content is exceptional, so I don't view it as a mistake. Right, right, right. The mistake that Saban made was name-checking A&M. Mm-hmm. If he had said, you know, uh, we finished second in recruiting, and, um, and, and we, you know, a lot of the other teams in the top five, a lot of the say, other yeah, teams in the yeah. top ten, uh, they're they paying players. Yep. They're paying players. We don't do that. Yeah. If he had done that, we're, you guys are not sitting in the, at, this, right, at, this, right. at this table here. I think he perp- like I think he's smart enough to know that. Sure, like he sure, wanted yeah. to name drop A and M. He wanted to name drop Jackson State. Like he's mm-hmm. a guy. He's an athletic commercial guy, right? Like Nick Saban. He was it, on Blindside. It, right? like, say the line, Bart. We, we try to act like Nick Saban is this like old school. Like he'll do whatever. Like he's yeah. a salesman. He knows. He knows what's happening. He knows what time it is. And I, I just thought Jimbo. You know, you talk to Jimbo, and you know that there's bad blood there. Yes. Right. Like you just know that there's something behind the scenes there well, that's what, happening. What did he say? He's like, uh, "There's a reason why I haven't gone back to work for him." Right. Right. He just like like this. You mean a, it's not the nine million dollars? Right? <laughs> well, first of all, I was like, "Well, you haven't gone back to work because you haven't needed to." But yeah. <laughs> he's a good head coach. But uh, I think that was a shot at Lane. Ooh, ooh, ooh I like an, that. That's an excellent point. That's you know, another like, one. I didn't he, come gro- the, grovel back to the guy who bullies me and stuff like that. Like this point. other guy who keeps taking Twitter shots. That that's a good point. Compete with either one of us, right? By like, the way, I, speaking, I think of, speaking Jimbo, of Lane, he also subtweeted yeah. like both right. of them. Right. I, <laughs> I think Jimbo looks at Lane like a like a little brother. Yeah. You know, that and wouldn't like, shock me. And like Saban's like like his old mentor, or boss that he wants right. to outgrow. And Jimbo's point of contention is is he's always been a recruiter. Mm-hmm. When he was with Nick Saban, he was the ace recruiter. When he was at Florida State, ace recruiter. His point is, I've always done this really well. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing it at the same level that you're doing it at, Nick, and you're getting your underwear in a bunch, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just what this is. I think Nick Saban's mad he lost twice. He lost sure. to A&M in the season. He lost to A&M on the recruiting trail. And he's not a guy who's used to losing to former assistants. Like, yes. until Kirby Smart beat him, 
He had had not lost to a former assistant in his career. And so uh, I think this is new territory for Nick. I think he sees it as a threat. No, Jimbo was first. Jimbo Jimbo was first. But then, yes, what happened twice. So last year, you know, I think it's starting to crumble a little bit, right? Like, it's not as easy to be top dog for Nick Saban anymore. And and Jimbo pointed that out perfectly. Like, he was like, this is the second time I've had to deal with this from grown men who are pouting over not getting their way. Mm -hmm. And Nick Saban is not a guy – who likes to lose? Like you've, we've all heard the basketball stories, right? Like mm-hmm. how bad oh, he yes, is, yeah, like yeah. playing with assistant coaches and basketball and stuff. I think he's just one of those super competitive guys who's been in a bubble for so long as the greatest that he just doesn't have a connection with this stuff anymore. He can say whatever he wants, and good on Jimbo for being like, nope, we're doing a press conference at 10 a.m. today, and we're talking about the narcissist. So, like, so that's the, beautiful. Another thing, real fast, going back to your point about the businessman tactic of knowing what he was doing when he said that, I think the other thing, too, is when you, if you've been around an athletic department long enough, you realize that the one thing that's absolutely going to drive that donor money is the fact of calling out your rivals. Like, if you're asking for your fan base to provide this thing, the number one thing you're going to do is you're going to start a rivalry because if you don't mention A&M and you just say top five, then they're like, okay, but you light that fire underneath them, watch the money start flowing in. I was going to say, it would not shock me. Actually, it would stun me if this is the opposite. The A&M booster and the Alabama booster know each other. Right, they hang around the same circle. They go to the, they they golf together. They golf together. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. they know very much. It would shock me if like A and M's boosters weren't connected with Bama boosters, Georgia boosters, whatever. If they didn't all know each other in some capacity, and so yeah, if you're on the course, you want to be able to say like, you know, you know, the boosters probably have heard from A and M boosters being like, man, can you believe we see how we pulled that mm-hmm. eight wins? Imagine when we get, you know, like imagine when we start winning and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like they're probably tired, but like, what? Like what? Yeah, we can we can out. Yeah, and people with that level of money like to talk about the number that they donated to these athletic departments. (laughs) Like those those college golf tournaments, when it comes to donor stuff, are ridiculous. Your point's well taken. Because and and I'll draw a parallel. If you've ever gotten an email or a text message from a political campaign Mm. who is asking you for money, it is never about how great their candidate is. Right, right. right? (laughs) It is about we've got to stop our opponent because they're going to ruin everything. Here's the boogeyman. Yes, exactly right. You are fundraising against the boogeyman. So I want to make sure we're getting... funny that the boogeyman is talking about a boogeyman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, Nick Saban is the no, boogeyman. The it's like, candy, it's like Candyman going, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just this wild. the best part. Again, it's all just warning shots. He's just firing across the bow to be like, look, we'll get involved in this game if this is how the game is going to go. This is a warning to all of y'all. Like, yeah. It's, oh, it's, I will it's say this, best. though. I, I think the biggest winner right here today is Texas A&M. Oh, 100%. Like, I think Jimbo Fisher walked off that stage and immediately recruits for like, He's like, he, man, this is oh. beautiful. Like, we're getting paid, and you're going to defend it. Like, this is yeah. about like, to say, he's, call, he's calling Ruben Owens, being like, hey, Nick Saban's afraid of us. Right. Like, like, yeah. like yeah. he's calling yeah. a five Well, and you know the like, A&M fan base. If he's going to stand up for A&M, they're oh, going to yeehaw and whoop and, yeah, keep going. Like, <laughs> you, mean yeehaw, you mean yeehaw in a very respectful way. Because I – Yeah. Also, as a, sure. aside from being a WWE fan, I'm a rap fan. Yeah. Right? And, like, one of the things in a rap battle is you don't mention people below you. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you don't you don't like take shots at people mm-hmm. way below. The fact that Nick Saban is talking about Jimbo Fisher in this way is good for Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can get up there at 10 a.m. and control his message and get, you know, soft softballs thrown at him as questions and yeah. stuff like that by local media. He gets to control the message and be like, look. The guy who's been running this thing is scared to death of what we're doing in College Station. We're not stopping. We're mm-hmm. staying on his neck. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be okay. Like, we're going to be a program. He said all that today. A&M fans are running to the bank account, right? Uh-huh. right Recruits right. are running to their phone. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Jimbo Fisher today is sitting back with a cigar going, this couldn't have worked out perfectly. So I want, I want to catch people up on what actually happened with Jimbo Fisher, yes. just in case you're joining us. So uh, so that happened last night. That report came out about Nick Saban. This morning, uh, A&M called a 10 a.m. press conference. Got the uh, email at 922. To announce that Peyton Allfield is coming back to be their director of art. Um, no, congrats, Peyton. Uh, anyway, um, he basically went on about a 20-minute it wasn't a rant because there were questions in there, yeah. questions ostensibly um, in there, but essentially here are the money quotes. Quote, some people think they're God, Fisher said of Saban. Dig, uh, go dig in how God did his deal. You might find out about a guy, a lot of things you don't want to know. We build him into the czar of college football. Go dig into his past. Uh, he, he called the allegations despicable. He used that word a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know we what we did was nothing wrong. Fisher said, nothing was promised, nothing was a deal, we didn't buy any players. This is the se- You mentioned this. This is the second time I've had to address this from grown men who don't get their way and pout and throw a fit. Just go ask people who've worked for Saban. They know exactly what he's about. When people show you who they are, believe them. One other word that he called Nick Saban, called him a narcissist. A narcissist. Straight up. Yeah. Like, use the word. Yes, yes, use the word narcissist. So, like, I do love that it was, like, subtweets at Jimbo, obviously shots at AM directly. And then Jimbo's just like mask off. I'm just going right at Saban. Like yeah. just, just like fully. So, there's no. I'm not saying Alabama. I'm no. not saying the boosters. I'm saying Nick Saban. Like straight up. And and they are. That is, I think, some, what's important to to note here is he is once again he's telling the truth. Yeah. I just know we did nothing wrong. Nothing was promised. Nothing was a deal, and we didn't buy any players. I believe him when he says that. Yeah, I believe that Jimbo Fisher never did any of those things. Absolutely <laughs> true. Yes. I, and and to that point, I'll go a little further. I believe that Texas A and M, sure, and right. official channels yes. within Texas A and M did not do that. Hundred percent. Right. Did someone else? <laughs> Who's to say? Right. But that's that's what you're talking about about yeah. the the idea of, of you can say you can say what you need to say and be truthful and and that's one of the things that frustrates me. Not to get too far into this, because I don't want to start my own beef. The pushback on these questions at these press conferences, they mm. just got to be stronger because right. it's just like basically they're letting him go up there and 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 you know cut a diss track yeah and there's really no pushback from from the the, the reporters and it's like why don't you like tell me how the nil collective works i've always wondered because you remember who was it that said that they had like a 30 million dollar slush fund or something when he was talking about the uh the internet forum and stuff like that right oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, that's what yeah, yeah i remember he was, uh, it, it came out after signing yeah day, after right? signing yeah, day his press conference whatever, yeah. it was like oh they had a 30 million dollar collective or whatever that, right. that paid the players and stuff like that and and he just went out there, and he 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 had something like this today, where he flat out denies that that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Where was the question of, okay, how much is your is your nil collective? Right. Because we know there is one. Right. Like a, everybody, like has Texas one. has one. Yeah. Georgia Tech has one. Right. You know it's what I mean? legal. It's legal. There's <laughs> like, nothing wrong. You don't you need do to hide wrong. something that's legal. And and that's what I think is so interesting is, he could come out and cop to all of this and say, yeah, we did do this. <laughs> right. We did, but he doesn't because he's. He's polishing his own message to reflect the best it is on 
himself and on a mm-hmm. And you kind of get caught in some maybe down-the-road allegations mm-hmm. and problems if the NCAA comes back and says, like, certain things are legal, certain things aren't legal. Right. What, did A&M, what did A&M do? And you know Nick Saban's laying that groundwork. Like, if you're going to look at programs, look at A&M, look at Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's kind of the two, like, boogeymen of this, like, last offseason for, you know, some of these other coaches. But to me, it's just sour grapes, right? Like, oh, yeah. Nick Saban's finally getting beat at Nick Saban's game, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And he – in a room with what he thought was like-minded individuals, sure. he made a statement that I don't think he thought was going to get out this big. And the reason I think that is because Nick Saban called Jimbo Fisher last night. Mm-hmm. And Jimbo was like, didn't answer it, not going to, we're done. Right? Like, that's, that's amazing All right. to me. Okay, right? like, okay. Is, here's, here's, my, here's my question. Yeah. Here's my question, yeah. though. Do you believe that? Oh, yeah. And they're going to see each other at the SEC meetings in a couple weeks, yeah. right? And they asked Jimbo about that, too. Like, is that going to be awkward? And Jimbo was like... I don't run from confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was told, like, he, he suggested that Nick Saban should have been slapped as a child. Yeah, I was about to say, somebody hadn't slapped him or something like that. Yeah, he, he was like, when I was a kid and I lied, when I was a kid and I lied, I got slapped in the face. Maybe somebody should have slapped Nick Saban. What? <laughs> yeah. What? By the way, this Can you is imagine, all... like, DKR saying that about Paul Bryant? <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, like, I, I now I have that visual. And I also need to emphasize, like, no offense to him, Jimbo Fisher, not the most bright, like, like the most lively personality. Right, he's a fast talker. Right, he's, he kind of you, you can see what makes him a good coach. We we'll see him makes him uh, kind of uh, the builder that he is. Not exactly the guy you're being, you know, you'll chat in the elevator with, right? Yeah. You're gonna say that? Like you got that out of him? Are you kidding me? Like yeah. that's awesome. Like, that, you really uh, pushed a button if you exactly. got him to say that. So if you got him to emote that much and to really like it's emote, I say emote is the Jimbo Fisher of emote, where he's talking real fast, very sternly, but like very much like he's pissed off, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if you got that out of him. You got, like she said, you got something out. You you really pressed a button. But, but Jimbo won two arguments today. He won the one against Nick Saban and the one against Otter. Because there's like no way that you can like transcribe <laughs> Jimbo. You know what I mean? Like, it's impossible. He, he it is, is yeah. like it the fat. It almost felt like he was talking slower today because he was mad. Right, right. He was, was trying to make a point. Like, yeah, you're talking really stern. Like a little more measured. Yep. That's yeah. what his kids have heard. Like yeah. That, that's, yeah. yeah, his son. Jimbo his son is hurt. You know, that. you know, Dad is mad yeah, right. when he me, takes right. his time to talk. Here, here's the only reason. The only reason why I I wonder if he he wouldn't answer the phone call or he didn't answer a phone call or whatever. The only reason is there is certainly an element to this, and you've brought it up about how he's going out there and he's cutting a diss track and how you think it's working for A and M. This is a positive for A and M. He's not dumb. He knows that. Mm-hmm. And and if, if if go back to wrestling, if you're the heel. You just do heelish things. Mm-hmm. Or if you're the babyface, you do babyface things. This is an opportunity. I think he looked around and he goes, all right, I can paint him as the heel and I can be the babyface. So even if Nick Saban did call last night, and there's about a 2% chance that Nick Saban called and said, hey, you know what? I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Stuff like that. And Fisher said, all right, hey, I appreciate that. But I'm going to let you know I'm calling a 10 a.m. press conference and mm-hmm. I am going to cut a promo on you. Right. And I'm going to walk out with the belt. But that move in this scenario only works once. If he does not go back this – if he goes and backs it up, this is going to go down as like a legendary thing that a coach has ever done. But if he doesn't go and back this up on the field, I feel like it's a move that you can't pull again. Well, you're right. Yeah, you get to to do this once Mm -hmm. because you only get one shot at the king, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He opened himself up, and you took a shot at him. Yeah, it's David Mm -hmm. and Goliath. And now, like – 
what will be very interesting is to see if in, if this opens up the floodgates of people willing to criticize Nick Saban because mm. people have not been people have been pretty mum on that. It's already started on Twitter with yeah. former players and stuff being like, "Oh, y'all don't pay people? Like what? Like yeah, like y'all used to leave boxes outside of my door yeah, and stuff right. with money or whatever." Leon O'Neill was like. We would go to train. They'd have. They'd already be in Hellcats, and I'm driving around in my Honda. You know, whatever. <laughs> like, there, there was another player on there that was like, uh, I was in training, you know, NFL training, and there would be guys that were like, I was getting paid more in Alabama than I do on this practice squad yeah. in the NFL and stuff. So, uh, again, it's just one of those things where these coaches can say this stuff that is true technically. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban probably does not take out his wallet and go, here, Will Anderson, here's a thousand dollars. But he knows somebody who does, or at least like plausible deniability. Yeah. And you know, this stuff's always been happening, right? Like one of my favorite stories, like as a kid, I got mm-hmm. to hang out at the UT pro- program all the time because of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. We're at a Holiday Bowl in like 1997. Brandon Foster, defensive back, walks up to Mac Brown, Cleve Bryant, and my grandfather, and he goes, "Coach, I did the air because back in those days, to get players money, you would figure out how much it cost them to get to a bowl game." Mm-hmm. You would give them that money, and then they were made allowed to make their own travel arrangements, right? Mm-hmm. So you would adjust it. You'd be like, it's going to cost them $3,000 to get to Pasadena. Here's $3,000. Then you do it for 1000 You get to keep the $2,000, right? Brandon Foster is a redshirt freshman. So he walks up, and he goes, hey, coach, I have some extra money from travel. Where do I send that to? And Matt Brown just walked off. Mm-hmm. Just walked off, right? Mm-hmm. And Cleve Bryan puts his arm around Brandon Foster, and they walk off. And I'm 12, and I look at my grandfather, and I'm like, what is that about? And he goes, let me teach you about plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what all of these coaches are, right? Like, Jimbo isn't paying play- people. Nick Saban isn't paying people, so they're technically true. But we all know yeah. what's happening here. Bag men exist. <laughs> and it's just, it's great to watch this go from black market to free market. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it just gives you a tell on these guys and their insecurities. We are around coaches all the time. They're some of the most insecure people that you mm-hmm. can meet because it's such a competitive, high risk, high like testosterone environment. I think Jimbo knows that he's winning this fight mm-hmm. and is also pissed. I think both of those yeah. things can be true. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy who feels like he's insulted. Like Kirby can do this and I can't. Nick can do this and I can't. Ryan Day can do this at Ohio State and I can't. Like, why mm-hmm. is it that when I get the eight five stars? It's all of a sudden like, what is happening here? Yeah. I think he's his pride is legitimately yes. mad, and that was a dude up there who, while we joke about it and go like, oh, WWE, this is all fake and stuff like that, I think he was legitimately mad and hurt, and his like pride as a coach mm-hmm. has been kind of put out there by guys like Lane Kiffin and stuff, who it's like, what have you done? Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think Jibbo's sitting there in his office going like, dude, is it, this is, is what it is. It's a big, it's still real to me, damn it, moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for, it was like a long fuse that finally yeah, lit and, fire. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. Is it's, it does come back to, ego's the wrong word, but it's pride. You know what yep. I mean? It's pride. And, and, and Saban took a shot at his pride, and he's saying, you are only getting these recruits right. because you have bag men. Right. When right. that's not true, mm-hmm. do the bag men help? Yeah, yeah, probably. Right. But they help everywhere. <laughs> but the bagmen help at USC, and the bagmen help at o- Oregon, the bagmen help at Illinois. Um, the bagmen have helped Nick Saban every stop he's ever made. That's exactly yep. right. And so for me, and 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 issue kind of brought up that point that it's it's a lot of the pride, it's a lot of the yeah. ego that that I think this on. when Pickle mentioned this would only work once, I think the, that says a, it, I agree with that mainly because because of Jimbo's personality, right? Because of the fact that he got this reaction. If he was, let's say, this was. Let's say this was Lane Kiffin, right, that mm-hmm. Nick Saban was taking a shot at, right? He's like, oh, these transfers, right? Which probably probably happening at Ole Miss. He's hitting like, the best transfers in the country, like, consistently. Um, 
if he said like, oh look, Ole Miss is getting this five star, this five star quarterback, five star running back, Zach Evans, whatever, they're paying players, blah blah blah. If you would have named Ole Miss, and Lane Kiffin would have said some things, that's par for the course for Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. right? It's like no one's gonna be like, oh man, they better Ole Miss better beat Bama this week. It's like no, they're gonna, it's gonna be a competitive game. He'll score thirty, probably lose, probably give up fifty or whatever, and just move on because Lane's Lane and he just he takes pot shots at everybody. He would just posted a gif. Well, I was about to say, yeah, he exactly. yeah. Like literally, like I said last night, he just posted a gif, like quote tweeting. I forgot what it was. I think it was like, I forgot exactly what it was, like right. fishing or something. Right. It was like some type of uh, subliminal gif. But he'll just, yeah, it's par for the course for Lane. He, he's like, oh, it's just one thrown in the bag. The fact that Jimbo went off on this. Right? Yeah, it's like the boy it who does, cries wolf. Exactly. Like he never, he's never done it exactly. before. It's like, oh my God, something's probably up now. Like, <laughs> like, and so now, yeah, now it's probably going to be like, you can't go out and lose 35 to 10 no right to bama now right now granted bama's gonna be more mo- nick saban's gonna probably want to do that but jimbo has to show that like hey look we're not gonna get our butt we're here right like craven was saying we're here we are ohio state we are georgia we are like we're up here right now and now he has to come out and back that up because he he came out and made these kind of statements and that's an interesting point because you take a look at a&m 2022 yeah I, I don't know how we have a, you, the magazine will come out soon. You can you can see our predictions there. Is it fair to say that the from the Republican football crew here that you don't think twenty twenty two is the year for A and M to make the national title run? Is that is that yeah? Fair I don't think Connor Wiegman's ready to be like that star quarterback yet. And yeah. until they have that guy, you just can't win in the SEC now. You mm-hmm. know, like that ran into Nick Saban, right? Like he he started to realize like I got to spread this out and get five star quarterbacks in this deal. Like Greg McElroy is not winning this mm-hmm. thing anymore. I don't know if A&M is ready yet. 2023, though, mm-hmm. I think they got a real, real shot to be the best team in the nation. Well, and that's that's what's so interesting to me is is that this is all setting up for Alabama versus A&M in October, October 9th, I think yeah. it is. October 9th. 8th or 9th, yeah, whatever that's that game in Bama it, this it, year, right? in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama, spoiler alert, it's going to be very good. Yep. <laughs> A&M is probably going to be a year away. Yeah, this would be a lot more exciting if it was going to be in Kyle Field. <laughs> this, but this is this is what makes this – you're absolutely right. Maybe we can move that game. Oh, can you say that um, one more time? What? You're absolutely right. <laughs> Did I say that? I'm sorry. I, I have not had any coffee today. This is water. <laughs> um, so – He didn't know there was a show today. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just riffing here. Yeah, exactly. Remember, we, we play in the show 10 minutes in advance. The – this is there's a lot of pressure I think now on A and M to go out there and perform in 2022. Now, if you go out there and you lose a competitive game, if you lose 31, 21, something like that, you'll deal. I think you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. What you can't do is you can't go out there and get beat 56, 10. Can't. Yeah. You can't have uh, what was it last year? I think not 21, 20, 20. I think it was yeah. they, got, they got the yeah. doors kicked yeah. in. Yeah. Right. You yeah. can't do that. They won I, last year. Yeah, no, they won last year. Yeah, they won I will say this: like, if what, like, is it a Neeson rating when you like yeah. take, like, if you did that for like college fan bases for their head coach right now? I think Jimbo Fisher rates the highest of it. Like, I think today he became an Aggie. Yeah, right. right. Like today he was like he that this was his day. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to stick up for this university. I will take the heat. Put it on me. Like you're not bashing 17 year olds. You're not saying A&M's name without me responding. And I know that fan base pretty well. And they love that. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Like it's us against everybody at A&M. Right. And he's one of us now. And that's going to be a huge deal with him. I think he has a lifetime contract. If he didn't have it before. Yeah. I think he's he's like Mr. Aggie now. You know, like mm-hmm. they're going to build a statue outside for Jimbo because he stood up to the big bad wolf. And A&M's always wanted that. They've always had that little brother syndrome with Texas. 
mm-hmm. and they're getting out of that shadow. Mm-hmm. And today is another piece of proof that Texas A&M doesn't need Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a big, big step within itself. It, I would love to be a fly in the wall at Steve Sarkeesian's office. Today, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, he's like, why nobody taking shots at me? <laughs> <laughs> where, where can I get some of that? <laughs> I, agree, I agree. Like, you're Texas and you've fallen so far off yeah. the radar. You're not registering. Like, you don't, nobody even's talking about you. Nobody even cares what's mm-hmm. happening right. at Austin. You just snagged Quinn Ewers, who's like, yeah. you know, was hyped up just a year ago as right. the best quarterback since Vince Young. And no one cares. <laughs> like no. Jordan, no Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff winner, may come to Texas. Nobody's talking about that. No thing, one, right? Like no one. one. It's like what? Who cares? What? Go the most there. talked like, about football program in the, the nation today. No, no, and the he's mo- a former Saban <laughs> assistant. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but here's the thing: is is you've talked with Steve Sarkeesian in person. I have not. Yeah. He strikes me as the guy that he's going to get asked about it by Austin Media and be like, "What do you make of that?" And he's going to offer a very PC. Bland, he's going to be politically PC, correct with it. Nothing yeah. burger statement. Be like, you know, uh, the coaching fraternity is too strong for us to be taking pot shots. Something like right. that. You know what right. I mean? Right. And it's like, it'll be the J chaos. And it's like, <laughs> and, and to me, does that prove? I, I don't want to get too far into it, but does that prove that he's not ready for the SEC? Because you got to be willing to get in the mud. You know why Ed Orgeron ruled at LSU? Yeah. Because he was willing to roll around in the mud. <laughs> Lived in it. He like, lived like, in born in it. Born in the mud. Probably, literally the mud. and figuratively, yeah. possibly. <laughs> like, not 100% sure, I, but... Uh. I, do think, I do think if I'm a Texas booster right now, I'm going, ooh, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're stepping into something that yeah. I'm not sure that we're quite ready for. In my whole life, I've heard how much more money Texas has than everybody oh, yeah. else. Mm-hmm. We're about to find out if that's true. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to play this game with Georgia, Alabama, Texas mm-hmm. A&M, LSU, Oklahoma... Yeah, show your cards at this point. You got <laughs> to go all in. Again, i got to reemphasize. Alabama shut down another FBS program right. <laughs> because they were mad they were winning like six games. Like, this is a lot, right? This is like, this is literally like Texas being like, hey, UTSA, no, that doesn't right. exist anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's funny because you mentioned that like the two programs you always hear are like the richest, like yeah. as far as like money they're willing to put into athletics. Stanford's got a lot of money, but that's different. Sure. Are USC and Texas. Mm-hmm. What's USC done lately? All right, USC making moves. Yeah. They're going out there. They're, they're making imported Oklahoma. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. less, and they're doing with people that can't stand the University of Texas any more than anyone else sure. at that point. I mean, it is there is there's there there is a shift in what college football is looking like, mm-hmm. and A and M is pretty clearly ready to play that game. Money's yep. in the center of the table. Yeah. Let's go. Cards are all yeah. in. They're all on. Chips are yeah. all in. Shirts off. They're down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes like, on. Like, we're ready. To go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's do this thing. Boots and on, that's if you will. Think, that's why I think they love Jimbo so much. That they, like, it's like, he's one of us. Right. Yeah. Like, right. that's what I yeah. would have said. Right. That's what I was saying on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> I've been calling Saban a narcissist. Right. Right. It really is. Right. It, is a, it, it was like, today was a Facebook post yeah. from, from Nick Saban or from... Uh, Jimbo Fisher, like a really, a really well-delivered Facebook post. That was post. a forum rant. It's yes, like, tell you. It's it's like, exactly. you, he right. thinks he's God. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Text Ags 4257. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like, like wrote, wrote that, that speech. Like, <laughs> I wrote that last year. <laughs> exactly right. Tell you, it's and say the line, Bart, and they all went, <laughs> know, know your audience. Exactly right. Know your audience. And to, to speak back to Sark's thing, he also needs to know his audience, and I think the PC answer is probably the best one to give in Austin. Right. Yeah, in yeah. Austin, yes. Yeah, for that for that fan base, they don't want to get in this right now. Right, right. They got right. another year to do this, well, and they host later. Alabama week two. Yeah, Steve's not yeah. trying to do anything. Nope. He's not. He's gonna get up there and be like, "Yeah, speaking I mean, Nick Saban's one of away. my favorite people in the U." You know, like yeah. speaking of teams that are a year away, he doesn't want to shatter that team's confidence now. Right. No, <laughs> right. no. And what's interesting? So one of my fa- like, if you're an A and M fan today, yeah. in week two 
happens, and it's Texas versus Alabama. Who are you rooting for? Ooh, mm. that's a great question. No, you're you're absolutely okay. My opinion, you're rooting for Alabama because you don't yeah. want Texas to get the gloat in week two. You want to be able to get the gloat in yeah. week whatever well, they play because, in. Yeah, because yes. then here's the thing: if Texas if Texas, if Texas wins, ruins it, if Texas wins, and, and then, then you, you go to Tuscaloosa and lose, then yeah, the they mm-hmm. that's that is. That is that's, as good as beating A&M head-to-head. I was about to, to, say, right. to say, that's almost 10 yeah. years ago run back. Like, yes. Yeah, I would say. Even if you go and beat them, the yeah. stock in that game just plummets at that point. I hope, I, I'm, if I'm an A&M, yeah, I'm hoping they pummel Texas. Yes. yes. And then that way you can either be competitive or upset again or upset Bama again. Like then you're, it, it, or if you get pummeled too, uh, we both got, it's fine. They're, Bama's on a different level, right? You can't have them. They're going to look at close. that as a win over Alabama and a win over Texas at that point. And you want to talk sure. about what gets the AM fan base going? That those two are the thing. Right, exactly right. You would then you would be able to get two for one. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> this is a monumental day. Oh, I love it. This it's so is, fun. This is. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so, I'm, my my cheeks <laughs> they hurt. Like this right is here. too much. These right, right these here. um, and and but here here's the here's the here's what I worry. Here's here's my worry. I worry that this is it, though. I was going to say, what happens from here? Dion's talking? Dion's talking later this afternoon because Saban didn't just throw Alabama to the bus. Oh, yeah, no. He talked about Jackson State giving a million dollars to a player. And Dion's already, like, responded on social media and stuff. I was about to say, he responded, like, last night on Twitter. And he's going to talk later this afternoon, and that's going to be, like, the next level of this thing because if Dion – nobody's out talking Dion. That is 100% true. Jimbo Fisher is a good talker. Dion's making $300,000 a year. Yeah. Right? Like, this is mostly charity for Dion. You know, like, he doesn't care what he's about to say some stuff. I'm trying to find Dion's (laughs) tweet exactly. Like, Dion's going to come out with, like, you know, like Chris Jericho and his list. (laughs) You know? He's going to come out and just, like, one of those, like, Shrek roles. Like, 1984. I got some things to say. Say. Like, Nick Saban paid me. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, here's here's, uh, Coach Prime on Twitter. You best believe I will address the lie that Coach Saban told tomorrow. Uh, this is last night. I was, uh, <laughs> I like the way he phrases. I was awakened by my son Shadur Sanders <laughs> that sent me the article stating that we paid Travis Hunter a million to play at Jackson State. We as a people don't have to pay our people to play for our people. Um, hey, Dad. I was about to. I can just imagine like Shadur hey, Sanders being like, "Hey, go, go, go off, Dad." Remember when you were a kid and you like didn't feel very well, right? And you had to like go wake up your parents. But Dad. you were like, ah. yeah. Yeah. Dad, Dad, Nick Saban's Dad. saying you paid Travis Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> With the quiver at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, or even better is like Dion's in this giant like gold mansion and yeah. stuff like that. And Shador walks up and goes, Papa, <laughs> I have a I have a dispatch from the internet. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you'll cool. never believe what that rapscallion no, in Tuscaloosa said. He opens no, one of okay, those metal he's... thing, you know, like, <laughs> the cell phone sitting there, it's you the know. phone, yeah. it's gold glowing. Yeah. Yeah. No, one message. If he's anything like Dion, he woke up and was like, oh, dad's about to go off hey, today. Dang. And the other thing about that is, again, it's the truth without saying, it's, it's, not lying yeah. without saying the full truth. Yeah. Um, because he says uh, that we paid Travis Hunter. It's like, no, the rumor was that Barstool paid Travis <laughs> right. Hunter. Yes, like, right. Like, that ain't we. I was yeah. about to say, that's not we. That's not Jackson State. Portnoy is not an ally. It's right. not we. Right, exactly. That is not we. So, uh, yeah, it goes back to the whole, like, you're not saying the whole truth, but you're not lying. Yes. So. What a day. Oh, so much. What a day. So much fun. This is, uh, this. I'm glad we did this. It's it's carrying to the weekend too so I hope it just carries over this is like, great yeah I want to think about this I want to think about this all weekend I don't want I don't want to stop thinking about this till Monday you know? I don't know how I edit pages after this yeah <laughs> you're you're gonna be worthless today 
<laughs> you're gonna be absolutely worthless. You get a pass. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah. You're, I mean, say they're like Craven. You gotta stack it like this tall pages. <laughs> it's like Craven. How many pages you get through? It's like like two pages. Still <laughs> smiling. Like, yeah. Still smiling. Pages of what? Pages of tweets. Hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of them. Uh, Mike Craven and Ishmael Johnson. It's the Republic of Football podcast. You should go subscribe to it on the podcast vendor uh, of your choice. Yeah, they're uh, about as unorganized conversations as this yeah you know, so yeah. if you like this guys, i think we might throw we this we're gonna i think we're gonna put this in the republic football feed yeah. too so yeah, we'll, yeah. this will be a bonus episode of that too um guys thanks for stopping by yeah uh how about <laughs> the next time this happens we do the same thing yeah. yes yeah one thousand percent but it won't, the thing i'll is, talk about this again at two <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to run it back <laughs> the time, this all day i got nothing to do <laughs> the, the next time yeah the next time we have like a the, the problem is the next time this happens it's not going to be a special this is like a moment yeah. in history. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. This will like, be one that you go back in a couple of years and say, hey, remember when we did that, that one podcast? I'm going to go listen back to that. Oh, like man. after you know how it played out. It's yeah, great. <laughs> I listened to Jimbo's podcast, or like press conference three times. <laughs> Injected <laughs> in like, my yeah. veins. Like it's like a Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jimbo, the new like, Jimbo just dropped. Yeah, the new Jimbo just dropped. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. We have to go finish your magazine. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Ishmael Johnson and Mike Craven for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.